Happy Tuesday. My name's Nick. And my name is Alan. And welcome into, into the, the dungeon. week we find ourselves back in Nomengard, where our heroes had returned from their exploits in Axholm. Having spent some downtime, they headed over to Vodpip's library and found a curious book from Dominic Dingledeck. After learning of a secret entrance or exit, as Fabian and Shrew debated, our heroes went their separate ways as they started to make their final preparations before heading up to Icebyhold. Fenner had gone off to pray, Fabian had gone to make preparations and, you know, sharpen his blades, make sure his armor's in tip-top condition, as had Murkub. And Dazzler and Norbus were staying behind in the library to search for some more lore on Durakthrum. True had mentioned he was going to go to the kitchen to check up on Bryn and her adventures. And that's where we're picking up this week. So Shrew, you're heading over to the kitchen in search of Bryn. You know your way there pretty well by now. And in quite the jiffy... You find yourself at the entrance of the kitchen. I assume I find the door open or unlocked. Yeah, you sure do. So I walk right in and I scan the room for Bryn. Yeah, you sure see her there, rushing around, making a variety of dishes with mushrooms. Certain odour catches your attention. The unmistakable scent of sausage. Ooh, okay. Well, well, there's, there's no mistaking that smell. It's a smell I've, I've grown well accustomed to. Sausage. Who here harbors sausage? Oh, true. Yes. Oh, what happened to you? you you're huge. Oh, well, yes. I, I, I changed my diet and then I, I picked up a few exercises on the way here. And, you know, I've been, I've been working on my body. Yes, and, and this is the result. Hard work, of course, yes. In, in about 24 hours? Whoa! Well, you, you, you'd be surprised what a bit of hard work gets you to. And I suppose not eating those sausages. You'd no. run out last time we spoke. No, no, that's... I'd be bigger if I had those sausages, and that's why I've come here. You remember I, I asked you if you could perhaps make mushroom sausages, yes. Oh, oh yes. We've got some here that you can try. Yes, I smell it, but... It smells rather similar to, to, you know, meat sausages. Yes, I try to recreate from memory the the taste and the spices and scents of uh, Toblin sausage. Does it taste the same? Have you had Toblin sausage? Yes. Every time I'm in Fandling, I, I try to pay him a visit. Well, I think you will bring this to your liking. Let me see. She hands you over a sausage. Looks a little off in colour. But the smell certainly reminds you of a good old-fashioned sausage from Toblum's Tavern. Mmm. Put it up to my nose and give it a big sniff. Yes. Well, the smell is a bit off. No, not quite the same, but let's see here. I inspect it and bring it to my mouth. Lick the tip a bit. Tastes good. 
Hmm, yes, yes. Have you coated this with butterskull runch butter? Well, we're out of butterskull ranch butter, but we had some butter from one of our last trips to Fandolin. Mmm, yeah. I bite into it. The initial bite is one of that mushroom taste. But as you start chewing it, it's almost convincingly like a real sausage. Well, I'll be damned. This this tastes convincingly like a real sausage. Mmm. And no animals have had to be harmed either. This is a genius invention. <laughs> Why, thank you. It was you who inspired me with all this thinkering. Yes, we, we could market this. We could make it a big thing. Shrews sausages. Well, shrews and brins sausages. What What do you think? I don't think I think shrews sausages are kind of rhymes better. It has a, you know. What about brinshoes sausages? Brinshoes sausages. It's a bit of a mouthful. Hmm. I've got another idea. Yes. What about? Brins Shrewsages. I don't know. I'm not sold on it anyway. It's something we can decide upon. I think Shrews Sausages is quite the, the seller, but it's of no, no importance. We, we, we can talk about it when we come back from the dragon. But could you produce these fast enough? I Before I leave, I want to have at least ten. Oh, there will be plenty of sausages before you leave. Oh, great. I'll have twenty for lunch and another twenty for dinner tonight. Yeah, so they've got to stock up on these sausages, and I'm sure the mushroom doesn't fill you that much. Well, it would be a little healthier than regular sausages, but mm. if you eat 40 sausages, you're going to grow in a different area. Really? Where? <laughs> your stomach... Your oh, <laughs> all right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I thought it was perhaps some magical properties of the mushrooms or something uh, made made me bigger, larger, to, to perhaps defeat the dragon, but no... It, don't worry, just bring the sausages, whatever I don't eat. I'll keep them. I, they should keep for a while, I imagine. Yes, yes. I'll have some sent over to your room. Brilliant, brilliant. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. There was one more thing I wanted to show you as well. Oh, true. Yes, of course. Well, you know, with just one day, it hasn't really been enough time to create a, a very great invention, but hmm, I think you'll like this. Well, the sausages are quite impressive for one day, for starters, but if you have something else, I'm sure it won't top it, but it'll be interesting. Come, follow me! Yes, yes. And she leads you over to that storage room where you had first seen those barrel crabs. Ooh, okay. What do we have here? Oh, look, look at this! And she points over to this barrel crab that almost looks like it's got roller skates on each one of its legs. Whoa, impressive! It's not quite refined, though, but the idea is there. So, can we test it out, or how does this work? Well, we have to get inside and pull the levers to make it work, but it's a little bit clumsy. Oh, I'd, I'd like to have a go. Would you mind? Of course. Uh, hop in here. Yes, of this course. This lever does this, uh, this leg, and this lever does that leg, and this lever opens and closes the hatch, and and, and this one ejects you, so be careful. Don't press that one. Oh, oh yes. I, I, I won't. Don't worry. Okay. I get in the crab. Okay. What am I in? A, like, open area, or I'm still in the kitchen? You're in the, in the storage room. Storage Just room. off the kitchen. Is it quite big, or I mean, talk, are we talking about a little storage room here? No, it's quite big. It's where you fought the mimic. All those oh, episodes ago. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I want to try and make the crab skate. So you start pulling on the levers that Bryn showed you. The crab feels incredibly uneasy. And before you know it, 
each of its legs splits out from underneath it and he lands with a thud on the floor. Oh, oh, Shrew, are you right? Oh, yes, yes. Um, I, I'm doing fine. I, I don't think this experiment has quite worked out as, we had to, as, as intended, but keep at it. I'm, I'm sure you have it soon enough. Perhaps by the time you get down from the mountain, it'll be majestic as it's... Uh, I call them skates as they skate around the, the cavern floor. Well, I'm interested in these, yes. We'll see how it goes. I can't wait to be back and, uh, and see them firsthand. Keep, keep up the good work, uh, Bryn. So I get out of the crab and head my way to the kitchen. If I see some sausages lying around, I'll grab a few and pocket them. Yeah, you see about four sausages you can grab. Okay, so I put those in my pockets and leave the kitchen, saying farewell to Bryn. Well, see you around, Bryn. I'm going to get comfortable before I ascend up the mountain, and I'll see you probably on my way back. Do look after yourself, Shrew. Oh, yes. Can't you see? I have been. And I flex a bit as I leave the room in the kitchen. Yeah, your thing's still a bit torn. Your chest and pecs are sort of protruding out. Where's your head in, then? Probably back to my room, really. Uh, don't really think I have any loose ends to tie or anything. So, yeah, just heading back to my room for now. All right. So whilst you've been in the kitchen... Dazzle and Norbus have been researching on Durak's room in the library. Fabian and Murkub have been preparing the weapons, making sure that everything's fine and dandy before you go on what could be your last quest as you go to face this colossal beast. Fen has been in the room that was prepared for you. In quiet solitude, Fenner is kneeling near Caspus, the flickering lanterns casting a soft glow illuminating her as she clasps her hands and bows her head in prayer. Oh, Sekajan... Wise and watchful keeper of the sacred burrows, please reveal to me the mysteries that enshroud my faithful companion, Caspus. Why did he grow into a colossal size when he was at death's door? And why is he back now in his normal form? The chamber seems to hold its breath, as Fenner's pleas echo through the quiet space. In the stillness, the air carries a faint, earthy scent, a sign that the divine presence is near. Fenner feels a subtle warmth enveloping her, a touch of reassurance that she is not alone. While she is deep in prayer, she hears a deep voice resonating within her, one with another worldly timbre, one that responds to her plea. Fenner, my child, devoted cleric of my realm, Caspus is no ordinary creature. He is divine beast, bound to you through the sacred connection of our shared kinship. In moments where peril threatens your life or his, he transforms into a mighty guardian until he finds repose and rest. But why does he return to his normal size after rest? The energies that sustain his colossal form are drawn from the depths of my divine realm. As he rests, these energies subside and he reverts to his natural state. However, Fenner, heed this warning. Should Caspus meet his end in this formidable form, the threads that bind his spirit to the mortal realm will be severed and he shall not return. Shiver runs down Fenner's spine as the weight of Segujan's words settle upon her. I'm grateful for this, Segujan. I shall cherish and protect Caspus with utmost care. The Divine Presence lingers for a moment, the warmth embracing Fenner before fading away. With a heart filled with reverence and newfound clarity, she rises from her prayer and hugs Caspus in a loving embrace. 
Have I tasted Toblum sausage? Well, of course I've tasted Toblum sausage. I'm a regular at his bar. What a question, that woman. Fenner, you won't believe it. No. Is everything okay there? Oh, shrew. Sakajan spoke to me. Oh, really? What, what did he say? He said that in moments of peril into my life or to Casper's his own, that he transforms into this beast with the powers that he has given him. He said that he is a divine beast. But he warned us that should he fall, but he warned us that should he fall in this form, there's no coming back for him. Oh, that's that's not good at all. But we have to keep we have to keep him safe. But what on earth are you talking about? Tasting Toblum sausage? No, no, forget it. That, uh, it's of the least importance right now. D- d- don't worry about Caspers. We we will keep him safe. He'll he'll be fine. And not only that, we know we can trust in him to protect us too. Yes, yes. It's quite the strong badger. That he is. Anyway, taste this. And I pull a sausage out of my pocket. Where did you get sausages from? Well, let's give it a give it a good taste. Little strange at first, but is this made of mushroom? Yes. Incredible, right? Yes. No animals were harmed in the process. We could sell it to druids all over the land. If we get back down from that damn mountain. Yes, we will. Don't worry about that. I already have a plan for after the, the dragon, I mean. How, how we can sell these sausages in different places and locations. It's all going to be fine. Yes, shrews sausages is what we're going to call it. Bryn kind of agrees already. We need to work out some, some of the minor details. But yes, yes, it's going to be great. Sounds like fun, true, but... No idea how that's going to help us kill the dragon. Don't worry about the dragon. We'll we'll get to that when we get to that. I'm just thinking ahead. You know, you can you can never be too prepared. Were you able to think of a plan then? Yes, yes, of course. It's not a hundred percent made yet, but we're going to call them shrews sausages, and we're going to package them with my face on them. You know, oh, yeah. And I, I, I meant a plan for the dragon. You said you were going to. Oh, the dragon. A plan for the dragon. No, no, no. Well, no, Fella. It's a dragon. The end of the day, we can plan all night and all day, and for months. We won't know what we are dealing with until we find ourselves face to face with it. The plan is to survive, to live, and to fight as hard as we can, and defeat this monstrosity. Hopefully with that ballista. We'll make things a little bit easier. Yes, of course. The ballista will aid us to keep it on ground. I've been preparing my spells this morning to see if I had anything that could help us with this dragon, but alas, I couldn't think of anything useful. But now, preparations have been made. All that's left is to go up and defeat it. There's no sense in pondering anymore and worrying. I can only thank you and, of course, Fabian and Murgub for coming with me and risking your lives, but I do have to say... You don't have to. This is my quest. A quest I've been sent on by Cinemus. If you have second thoughts, if you do not wish to risk your life or that of Caspers's, I won't hold it against you. You can stay here in the comfort of Norman Guard and I see you as I come down. Don't don't worry about it. We're in this together, Shu. I haven't come all this way to find my people, to just abandon them when there's a dragon looming overhead. You have my spells. Hell... I'm glad. And you have my sausages. And I take another one out and hand her one. They're really nice. Casper starts sniffing at it. And he sort of starts 
rubbing his fur against your legs. I pat him on the head. Good boy, Caspus. You've been a very brave badger. But don't worry, we shall have each other's backs. We'll get through this. His eyes go very large. And he starts pawing at you. Oh, you want my sausage, don't you? Well, this is the last one, but, but don't worry. Brin said she would have lots and lots of them for tonight, so not to worry. Here you go, you can have it. In the meantime, I'm going to lay down on my bed and just relax as much as I can before we head on tomorrow. I think I'll do the same, Shrew. Won't be long before Fabian and Murkup come back. They'd gone off to train. I think they're going to go spar with each other. Hopefully he hasn't really? Where is this going on? I think outside by the waterfall somewhere. Change of plans. I'll see you in a bit. And I head out of the door and go and look for Fabian and Murkub. So you make your way outside to where the waterfall is on those small islands with mushrooms. And sure enough, you see Fabian and Murkub sparring with each other. You know, practicing moves, ducking, diving, blocking. They're both looking rather tired now. They must have been doing this for a while. I approach them. How about we have a little challenge? What you may shrew. Battle Royale. Me against Fabian against Murkub. Whoever's triumphant wins ten gold. What do you mean by Battle Royale, shrew? A freeway match. The three of us fighting it out with fisticuffs. You really think that's wise? Less than 24 hours before we head up to Icebire Peak. Are you scared of my new muscles, Fabian? <laughs> and I start flexing a bit. You don't think you can defeat the shrew? That's what it is. What about you, Murgob? <laughs> I'll take you on, mate. Okay, someone with a bit of bravery in them. Let's go. Are you sure, Fabian? If you get hurt, I'm not dragging up that damn mountain. We have a day to rest, Fabian. Don't worry about it. What, today? We'll be fine. What's left of today? The light's fast fading. We're leaving tomorrow, Fabian. You can sleep it off. As I flex again. Ah! I'm getting ready and pumped. Who's in? How's this going to work then? We're going to stay on or... No, no. The three of us at once. Whoever lost the longest in the ring. What ring? We'll make a ring on the floor. Whoever lost the longest wins. Takes a ten gold. And I'll throw in a couple of sausages. All right, then. Let's do this. You're going to take off your gloves then, Shrew. No, or, no. Or are you going to cheat? What do you mean, cheat? I, I said that's nothing not about taking... your strength. Well, well, I said nothing about taking your armor off, did I? The gloves stay on. Let's go. All right, then. Roll for initiative. That's a total of 16 for me. All right, so top of the initiative is actually going to be Murkub, then Shrew, and then Fabian. Okay, so top of the round is over to Murkub. Oh, it's my turn to throw you now, little Shrew. Oh. And he rushes towards Shrew with his big orc fist swinging at you. As he's running towards you, his foot squelches onto a mushroom as his whole body gives way and he falls face first into a puddle. <laughs> Natural one. Nice. Well, don't get too ahead of yourself, Murkub. He's lying prone on the floor. So is Shrew. As I see him on the floor, I'm going to attack him gonna jump on him and smack him on the head with a closed fist so punch him on the head not smack him <laughs> all right here i go as he's prone it's with advantage <laughs> a good thing it was with advantage because that's a one which you can't roll oh true i can't roll a one and a four so i'm gonna roll the one again that's a total of 18 yeah that hits so murgo takes five damage from that hit boy you 
Blow, bugger! So Fabian's seeing Shrew on top of Murkob, striking him, does a little run-up and tries to drop-kick him. Savage. That's a total of 15. Yeah, that's a hit. So yeah, you feel Fabian's boots strike you in the chest. Hey! Oh, so we... So, so it's like that, isn't it? Okay, okay, okay. I scramble up to my feet. It's over to Murkob now. Murkob's gonna try and grab Fabian's foot and pull him down. It's not Murkob's day. That was a two. <laughs> so he tries to grab his hand and just ends up flinging some mud into his own face. And he uses his movement to get back onto his feet, trying to wipe the mud from his brow. It's over to Shrew now. As Murkob is getting up before he can actually get up, I use him as a platform to spring off. So I run up on Murkob's back, spring off him, and put my whole weight behind a power punch onto Fabian's face. All right, then roll for attack. 15 plus 8. Oh yeah, that definitely hits. Uh, 23. So that's an automatic 5 damage on Fabian, which is your modifier being 4 with your gauntlets, and the 1 that comes automatically with an unarmed strike. How do you like the taste of my metal? How do you like the taste of my neon nuts? I try to <laughs> knee in the nuts. Well, Fabian isn't playing around. Yeah, that definitely hits. That's a natural 15, which we know hits. So that's five damage and true. He's going to use his action surge to strike you again. Damn it. Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. I forgot in the last round. Fabian actually has two attacks oh, yeah. per round. So Shrew feels the knee into his family jewels and his head recoils down a bit. Fabian's going to use that opportunity to give him an uppercut. Natural 16 this time. Damn, Fabian. Fabian is pissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's another five damage on Shrew. It's now over to Murkob. Murkob is pissed. He's fallen on the floor. He's been hit. He then tried to swipe at Fabian and end up with mud in his face. He's now stood up having Shrewd jumped off him. He's going to grab Fabian on the back of the neck and try and slam his head into Shrews. It's <laughs> <laughs> not his day, is it? Ah, oh, this is the red dice that usually punishes you epically. Two natural ones out of three rolls for Mulkob. Oh, wow. wow. As he tries to grab Fabian who sort of sidesteps while he's been playing fisticuffs with Shrew. Murgob loses his balance, again falling onto the ground, his hand this time grabbing nothing but Fabian's bottom. <laughs> Awkward. Over the Shrew. That, Fabian, that was below the belt! <laughs> Quite literally. I run up to him, jump and try to headbutt him to break his nose. 16. Yeah, that hits. Oh, you little shit! Fabian's gonna try and give you a backhand. That's 13 plus 4 plus 3. So yeah, that hits. 20. That's 5 damage. Oh! Backhanding me! Disrespectful! And he follows this up with a headbutt as well. Ooh, 17 plus 7. That definitely hits. How are you so fast, Fabian? How are you hitting me twice? Oh, twice? And Fabian uses action surge. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to strike it twice more. 
This time it's gonna kick through. 14. Just hits. Ooh, another five. How's Shrew looking? Shrew's at 42 HP out of 72. So already lost 30 HP. Oh, wow. And he's following this up now with an uppercut. Oh, this one misses. It's a total of nine. Now, now, Fagin! You're cheating! You're using the, the mystic ways of warriors. I don't know what you're doing, but you're getting too many hits in. Just a better fighter than you are, Shrew. Admit it. Really? Really? We'll see about that. It's over to Murkub now. He's looking rather embarrassed, and he's just raging and rushing into the, the melee. He's going to try and clove's line, both of you. Ooh, this time it's a 14. Ooh. So that just hits Shrew. Fabian's AC without the shield is 15. So Fabian just manages to sidestep it as Shrew takes another 5 damage. As I've been clotheslined to the floor, <coughs> I spit up a bit of blood. Well, this is getting out of hand. I didn't think this through. These two brutes are gonna be the end of me. Hold on. And I turn into the cave bear. What the fuck's through? That's cheating! If you're gonna turn into a bear, I'm gonna use my sword. What are you doing? This is madness. We're supposed to be going up bikes by a peak tomorrow, and you're beating each other into a pulp. Caspus, if you can turn on command, turn into that damn beast and punish them. As you're hearing this echo through for the area you stood in, you see Fenner, despite her diminutive size, looking seriously imposing as she berates the three of you. <laughs> True, turn yourself back into <laughs> a halfling. I turn back. <laughs> Fenner, it was it it was Fabian's idea. He 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 drew a string on the floor and started hitting me. Fenner, I didn't do anything. I promise. Oh, it was Shrew's fault, mate. He wanted. He <laughs> thought you could actually take us on. Look at him. No, uh, no, no, no. Preposterous. You think I would pick a fight with two larger individuals than me? No, no. Oh, he's been bouncing those damn pecs all. I've been bullied, Fenner. I've been bullied. Do I have to get down there and pull you, the three of you up by your ears? No, 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 no. Of course not. No, no. We'll step inside. It's okay. It was a, it was a good idea. But anyway, no one wins the gold. Let's go. So yeah, the three of you, muddied and bloodied, and a little bruised, make your way back. Probably need another bath by now. As we walk back in, I pick on Murkub a bit. Murkub, you, you better not miss that much when you're fighting the dragon. You're gonna be toast. I just lost my footing, mate. If you lose your footing here, what are you going to do when you find the icy slopes of the ice by a peak? Well, I'll have my axe in my hand. I'll just fling my axe at the damn dragon. Hmm, good idea. Yeah, I like that. So you make your way back to your room and start settling down. And after a short while, Rin appears at the door. Oh, sure. Oh, yes, Rin. Come in. What's the matter? The, the kings have summoned you to the throne room. There is a feast to be held in your names, as the heroes of Nomengard. Oh, really? We still haven't really done anything. Oh, well, well yes, we killed uh, the, the chest and all that, of course, yes. Okay, we'll be there momentarily. Yes, it's a farewell to wish you the best of luck as you ascend the mountain and kill the dragon. Oh, that's so nice of them. Thank you for letting us know. We'll be there soon. Aye, a good feast. It's about time after eating all these damned rations and crackers. Did you find any information, by the way, on 
No, no, no. Your kin. No. I found something. <laughs> you see Norbus smile bashfully at Dazzling. Okay, then. Are you all ready? Let's go. There's not keep the kings waiting. <laughs> now a feast fit for heroes. Certainly more than we got on Fanlin. Hmm, that's for sure. And so you make your way into the heart of Nomengard. A farewell banquet unfolds in honour of our valiant heroes before they embark on a perilous quest to confront the dragon atop Icebyre Hall. Lanterns cast a soft glow, illuminating the festivities as gnomes adorned in vibrant attire bustle about. The air is filled with the enchanting melodies of a gnome band, the nimble fingers dancing upon lutes and fiddles, weaving a tapestry of music that resonates throughout the throne room. The bards are perched on mushroom stools, and they play tunes that echo with tales of bravery and legendary deeds, stirring the hearts of those assembled. Tables groan under the weight of sumptuous feasts, platters of honey-glazed mushrooms, roasted mushrooms, savoury mushroom bread, all those mushroom gnomish delicacies crafted with meticulous care and which tempt the palate and evoke the essence of their wondrous domain. The unmistakable smell of Bryn sausages also fills the air, as you catch sight of her as she gives you a playful wink and nods towards a plate of some delicious-looking mushroom sausages. Sorry, let me interject. Shrews sausages. <laughs> Carry on. Amidst the revelry, our heroes stand tall, gleaming in the flickering light. Vorbib, draped in robes, adorned with arcane symbols, steps forward, raising a goblet and a solemn toast, as he weaves a farewell woven with gratitude and hope, invoking the bonds of friendship that tie the kingdom of Nomengard to their champions, their hope, true shrubberies. As the kings see you enter, the music momentarily stops, and they welcome you to the banquet held in your honour. They beckon you and your companions to join them at the head of the table, and as you take your seats, Corbel claps his hands, and the banquet unfolds. Laughter mingles with the enchanting music, creating a harmonious symphony that echoes through the heart of the gnomish settlement. Our heroes, surrounded by the warmth of camaraderie, partake in the merriment. Your spirits now lifted before your imminent journey to the shadows of Ice by Hold. As you take your seats, you notice that one of the gnome bards is playing what looks to be a lute the size of Fabian. Another is sat around a collection of drums, whilst one is sat at a strange-looking contraption comprised of a number of ivory and ebony-elongated buttons. The bard who has been singing so far calls out as he sees you. Well, this number has been especially written for the heroes of the hour, for our great friends, Shrew and his strawberries. Ice, ice, dragon. Breaths are cold, it will freeze your soul. Ice, ice, dragon. In the D&D world where the legends unroll Ice, ice, dragon Breaths are cold, it will freeze your soul Ice, ice, dragon Alright, stop, collaborate and listen The dragon's here with a frosty intention Arctic, dragon shining so bright Dungeons deep, treasures gleam out of sight Ancient, peaks frosty and bold In the realm of frost where the stories are told Shrews, with every step of the way Your nice spice peak where the dragon holds sway Ice, ice, dragon Breaths are cold, it will freeze your soul. Ice, ice, dragon. In the D&D world where the legends unroll. Ice, ice, dragon. Breaths are cold, it will freeze your soul. Ice, ice, dragon. In the D&D world where the legends unroll. Through the druid in the icy scene. Climbing up ice by with a shrubby so keen. Winds howl loud as he the peak. On a quest so epic, you can hear the legends speak. Nature's calling whispers in the cold. Facing the challenge with a shrubby so bold. Are you ready for this icy expedition? Shrew and his shrubberies on a wintry mission. Ice, ice, dragon. Breaths are cold, it will freeze your soul. Ice, ice, dragon. 
in the D&D world where the legends unroll. Ice, ice dragon. Breaths are cold, it will freeze your soul. Ice, ice dragon. As the band finishes the song, they turn to face Shrew and his shrubberies and bow as the rest of the gnomes let out a round of applause. I join in the applause. Oh, yes, quite a fantastic song. It captures our our bravery to the to the core. Yes, yes, yes. I'm honoured. I think it's the first time I've ever had a song written about me. Oh, about us, but you know what I mean. That we know of, yes. Mm, Factory tells me that the ballista will surely be ready in the morning for you to learn how to deploy and operate, and then you can be on your way up to Ice by Hold. Great news, great news. I can't wait to to learn of its mechanisms and put them to good use. Such a fine feast you have thrown here for us. And I'm very grateful for your hospitality and allowing us to stay these few days here in your kingdom. But I would hope I am not overstepping by asking you one more small favor. What do you have in mind, Shrew? Well, do you have messenger pigeons or some way to send messages quick? We are quite reclusive. We only venture into Fandling, and even then only occasionally. So you don't have a way to communicate with Fandling directly? No, usually one of the other gnomes goes down. Last time it was Bryn. Next time, who knows? Maybe we send Vorpip. He's such a bore. Well, but Vorpip is a, a frail man. It would do no good to send him. But if you want to, we can send a message for you down to Fandling next time somebody goes there. Well, it is a petition on my part, a, a request that you do send someone as quick as you can, if, if you are able to. You see, I, I don't know if you know of her, but Halia, from the miners' exchange down there in Fandling, do you know of her? Well, I don't know who she is, but I've heard of her. Well, she sent a few men herself up to Axholm in search of Norvus and Dazzling here. Unfortunately, they didn't make it. I would like to send word to her about the situation and even return what I found that belonged to them. They have this silver leaf brooch and three of the poor elves' daggers. And I have a scimitar here. And I stop bringing these weapons and things out of my bag. And a gold chain that belonged to the human, so those could be returned to Halia and maybe given to their family. It would be a great favor. I sure we could take those back down to Fandlin. We know Harley well. Are you guys sure you're going to go by yourselves and not get into trouble again? Well, the dragon will be distracted by you and and the orcs seem to be a thing of the past by now. Well, I, you do have a way of surviving <laughs> in the worst of situations. I'd admit that. Very well, if... If you can do this favor to me, as we head up tomorrow, you head down towards Fandling and give those to Halia. Also, and I get closer to Norbus and Dazzling, please give my apologies to Sister Garel for leaving without saying anything and for the burden of having to deal with poor old Bernie and then disappearing. You want to tell her anything else through? No, no, that's... <laughs> and he winks and... That's fine enough. You are... You have my deepest gratitude for, for doing this for, for for me and for us. Well, you owe your life through. Well, that's a little thing. Thank you very much. Anyway, let's enjoy the feast. Aye, let's drink to that. Here, here. Somebody say bye, mate. Mushroom beer. Mushroom wine. 
Well, be careful if you're mixing your drinks, my good friend Shrew. Mixing? Well, what do, what do you mean? In a cup or...? No, no, but if you're going to drink beer and wine, there's a, a little secret that us old gnomes live by. Oh, really? Oh, do, yes. Do tell. Well, you want to be drinking beer first. Because if you drink beer and then wine, you will feel fine. But if you drink wine and then beer, you will feel queer. Oh, well, that won't that won't do. We need to be fresh as a daisy tomorrow. Beer and wine it is, then. Yes, true. The last thing we need is for us to be hungover tomorrow. No, no. We'll control ourselves. No worries. Bring the beer. The mushroom beer first. These gnomes come bringing these large tankards filled with beer. And you and your friends can drink and eat to your heart's content tonight. I better get a buff for drinking the beer first. And then the wine. Well, you won't get however. So after several hours, the festivities draw to a close. And our heroes retreat to the chamber that has been prepared for them by the gnomes. Bryn accompanies there. Hmm, sure, remember that in the morning... Factory will send for you to teach you how to use a spellista. And then the kings told me to make sure you drop by the throne room. They want to give you a last goodbye. And they said they had a gift. And with that, Bryn bids you goodnight and makes her way back to her own room. And I think that's a great place to end tonight's episode. Ooh. That's it. Next episode will be going up the mountain. True will be going up the mountain as he comes. Mm. Mm. We'll be coming up the mountain as he comes. Yeehaw! So we hope you enjoyed that episode. Been a bit of a different one, a bit of roleplay. A little bit of a battle for the first time in yeah. quite a few episodes. I was itching to roll a few dice. It was a good one. Quite unfortunate for Murgub. Hopefully he got those bad rolls out of the way nice and early. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> and yes, next week we will begin the ascent of Ice by a Peak. Dum, 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 dum. I hope you tune in for that. I'm sure that if you've been around this long, you're not going to miss the last leg of what I hope you have found to be an epic journey. And if you want to hear a little bit more, why not head on over to our website, www.i2td.com, where you can follow the links to our Buy Me A Coffee page. And by joining one of our membership tiers there, you can get access to bonus little episodes where we talk about the sessions we play and, you know, a little bit about ourselves and what's been going on. Once you're over there on Buy Me A Coffee as well, you can choose to donate a potion to us, which will appear in-game. Or you can visit Ignis's shop and peruse his wares and make a one-off purchase, which will appear in-game. It's an opportunity for you to be a part of the stories we tell and to join us on the adventure. But if you can't subscribe or donate, do not worry, you can still help us out by joining all our social media and joining our Discord where we have a game currently going on as time of recording this. We are playing, um, or well, we were playing the Sunder Citadel, we are now playing something different, but if you want to play a text-to-play game of D&D, make sure you join there. Like our content if you can, also perhaps leave a review or two and rate our podcast on your podcast player of choice all of that helps tremendously so thank you very much for that also we have youtube actually you can subscribe there too and i think that now leads us on and i think that's all said which now leads us on 
to the end of the episode club, the last one standing. We give you a password, phrase that you use in the comments section of any of our social media or platforms or whatever. Or in Discord, you can come into Discord and use it there. Or in person, if you know us personally, you can give us a message in person. Anyway, we then decide the best use of that password, be it because it's funnier or wittier or whatever, and you win the esteemed title of El Quillo Mas Prada for that week. El Quillo Mas Prada. So, Nick, do you have a password for us today? Actually, I'm stumped today. You got anything, Al? Nothing good, but here goes. The password for this week is Sausage Party. Because, of (laughs) course, um, we developed a new sausage, the mushroom sausage, and we had a feast, a party. Oh, yeah, I thought you were referring to that Battle Royale. No, no. Don't be, don't be crude. Don't be crude, Nick. Sausage party. So use it in the comments wherever you wish to do, and we'll keep an eye on them. Looking forward to reading your comments. And I think that's all for tonight. We hope you join us next week as we make those final preparations to embark on the last leg of this journey as we delve into, into the, the dungeon. dungeon. We're supposed to be going up the...